Hi, Vim. Hello, Nicole. How are you today? I am fizzing with joy. Oh, really? Yeah, fizzing, babes. I'm like a kind of Sprite. Other soft drinks are available. Um, but Sprite specifically because of that sizzle, that that burn. I'm feeling good today. And uh, how are you today? I'm feeling pretty good too. Really? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, okay. I, I feel like a lot of our good feeling mm-hmm. comes from the fact that we are not alone in the studio today. No, we aren't. We have some special guests yes. in the studio yes. with us. In the studio. Yeah, listeners might know of them because we literally talk about them every single episode. Mm-hmm. Because without them, there is no Thirst Aid Kit. None at all. Right. It's our producers. Yay. Yay. Furlan and TK Dutess. Hello, friends. Hello. That's TK. Hi. And that's Julia. Yay. This is Bim. Okay. So, guys, friends, pals, comrades, how y'all thirsting today? Ooh, so good. As every day. Every day is a good day with you, Bim. Thank you. And Nicole. Oh, oh thanks gosh. for the afterthought. Look, yeah. look. I love all of my children equally. You do. You. you do. We feel the we feel the heat and the warmth of your love. We do. Uh, we do. And we appreciate it. TK. Yes. Listen. I'm quenched and clenched. Let's do it. Oh I like God. that. Yes. Quenched and clenched. I, I am no. so upset with you. I no. hate you. You know what you gotta do. I do know what mm-hmm. I gotta do, and In I appreciate intervals. it. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, so upset. <laughs> listeners, Thirst Buckets, we decided to bring in our producers because we think it would be a good opportunity for you all to get to know them as yes. well. Because obviously the behind the scenes stuff is just as important as what you hear. Mm. And we wanted to uh, let y'all hear how thirsty Thursday kit really is. Right. <laughs> right. Because we have our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then what Julia and TK do is that they essentially mold it into a listenable thing for you. Because I know it sounds like we just hop in and hop out and that's it. But there is obviously a very delicate amount of like, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into making a single episode of Thursday kit. And if people are, if you pay attention Hopefully, you won't even hear how much work goes into there it. There it is. And that's why people get a little too familiar, mm-hmm. you know, with some some of the things that they say. Exactly. Yeah. You know? But you know what? There is a lot of work that goes into this. And the bulk of that work, because we're, we're front of camera shit, right? Mm-hmm. Behind the camera, that's where TK and Julia come in. And they basically just help us to come to you mm-hmm. as best as we can. So if you're ever going to thank us for the work that we do, if you ever want to big us up, please bear in mind that there are other people for you to big up as well. And that's why we brought them in today. So you can big yes. them up to their ears because yes. it's all oh. one giant loving, one thirsty, clenched <laughs> loving. We're yes. all here. <laughs> we are the voices in the booth. You are the, the ears and the voice outside the booth. So you've heard some of our deepest, darkest, dirtiest. <laughs> oh, God, oh, yes. <laughs> All the stuff that doesn't get to our listeners, you hear it all. You you have some insights because you've been around <laughs> this like high level of thirst for a while. But I know that you have your own deep, dark, dirty thirsts. Is that not correct? Yes. <laughs> or even gentle, oh, shut sweet, up. emotionally. Heard you. Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. you are. And that's what makes you so great. You know what's awesome about this, though? Mm-hmm. Julia does her weekly thing on the news by BuzzFeed News. Mm. She's Solid great. podcast. Get yes, into it. Yes, get into it. Make sure you subscribe. But in the studio right now, she's acting a little shy. Do you know what I mean? You know? It's like, sis, 
Uh, who are you trying to lie to? <laughs> you are hiding a child. <laughs> if Julia was a drabble, she'd be Bim's gentle domestic joints. Yes. And I yes. think I'm your whips and chains. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. That's yes. actually how we're aligned in the studio right now. TK is sat next to Nicole, and I'm sat next to Julia, and we're like the sweet counterparts of the old film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, put your tongue away. It takes all kinds. It, it really takes does. all kinds. It, Listen. Truly, to make a thirst gumbo, you gotta put all the ingredients in. Alright, so first we'll start with one of TK's. Yes. Right? One of her whips and chains. <laughs> then we'll have <laughs> Julia's sweet filling. And then we'll go back to TK. Okay. Yeah. Love yes. it. Okay, Fair. how Love about it. that? Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> Why not? I'm just I'm stuck on whips and chains. I'm so I'm so upset right now. It's so appropriate it's though. It really truly is. That's what makes it so horrible. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. TK. Yes. Tell me about the first first object that you have brought. I, I f- it feels like show and tell. Tell us about yeah. the first thing that you've brought in today. Well, I've brought in a controversial T.O. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. One Aubrey Drake Graham. Oh, my God. I like to use yes. the full name. Yes. Oh, my Sometimes God. Sometimes you got to let them know who's boss. Oh, yes. my God. I'm here for uh, rich underdogs. Yes. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yes. Rich underdogs. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. I like it. TK with the sound bites Listen, up in this bitch. A rich okay. underdog. Do you know what? That's actually my nickname. So <laughs> okay, tell, like t- tell me tell, tell me, what it is about Drake that, first of all, makes you think underdog because that motherfucker is well, overdogs. He's definitely overdogs, but people don't act like it. They oh. won't give him, they're like, oh, he's so soft. I'm like, oh. Talking about emotions, that's soft. I like that. I'm into that. Emotions, mm-hmm. talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, like, I think they want to put him in this, like, whole rap mold that mm-hmm. we're all used to, you right, know, the yeah. whole hip-hop mold, the whole... But he's not that guy, and he never purported to be that guy. All right, come he's, through with the source words. He, yeah. he did never purport. He did never purport. <laughs> um, <laughs> throwing a BIM word there. <laughs> And, um, yo, I'm into the multitask, you know, the, like, acting, singing, dancing, comedy. I like a guy that doesn't take himself too seriously. Mm. Uh, so uh, emotions, not taking himself too seriously. High-level multitasker. I mean, right. seriously. Yeah. Right. Uh, could turn this internet inside out, you know, yeah. for no reason. He does have that skill. Like, yeah. it's, cra- it's crazy. He's the general yeah. of a meme army. Yes, yeah. Yeah. He everything is. he does becomes him, and he makes it. And that he does way. it on purpose. He does it on yeah. purpose so that he makes yeah. himself in, like eminently memeable. That's yes. like yes. his one number one game. Okay, listen. Like literally, while you're clowning him, yes, you're t- you're also doing one of his memes, right? So and you're, yeah. make- I... he's, you're making him money while you meme him. Yes. It's pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yes. The thing I will say about Drake is this: that I'm one of those basic people who was kind of like, ah, oh, he's all right, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you grew a beard, and I was like, yeah. and I threw my bra. The beard yeah. did in it. The direction same, of Drake. Same. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm very late to like fan seeing Drake like I've always I like him whatever but yeah. the fan scene came very very late to me and there was a photo earlier this summer of him at Wimbledon Ooh. and oh my god like, in the green she just shook I, I her shoulders I don't know what it was like he's just looking yeah. tan in that green um, hoodie or right. sweatshirt something something oh, situation yeah. something mm-hmm. and the beard looks crisp yeah. and his lips look really juicy in like the middle of it and See? then his so skin good. is just and I was like, I don't even like light-skinned people that like that. <laughs> like, I'm not really, I don't chase the lighties, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yet I thought to myself, nah, I could chase it. Listen, 
The thing about those pictures, though, mm. you could tell that he knew he was on camera because sure. he was just like he put his hands just GQ so pose. to make yeah. sure that you were bringing that you could look at his chin and his beard I'm not and mad his at mouth that, though. and all mm-hmm. because I do the stuff. same thing. I'm like, yeah. oh look, look casual. Okay, yeah, you know he had the <laughs> light skin squint. He happening. did, yeah. he did. He's he he yeah, he's a king of that. Yeah, he's I, very. I, I kind of hate him, but I want to hate him with my body. Yeah, with your body, yes, channel all that body. I feel like Drake. I, I can't tell if I think that Drake is attractive or I think that Drake standing next to Rihanna is just like the most holy image in that lighting. Uh-huh. I, he has a good yeah. sense for light or someone else yeah. has a good sense for lighting mm-hmm. that lights Drake. Yeah. And when I see him it basking in Rihanna's glow, even mm-hmm. though that's like sort of not happening anymore, right. it mm-hmm. makes me... A pr- my, my heart bursts. I like. Yeah. I think I, like I ship that. him. And I'm glad that you mentioned the thing with with Rihanna because I will say this: there is something about Drake that I think to, to go back to TK's mm-hmm. thing about underdog is that next to most black women, Drake looks less than, mm. and that really warms my heart. Yeah. Like he really looks like those women are doing him a favor by being by allowing him to be in their presence. Yeah. I almost think he can do that. Like if he if he came to the student now and stood next to any of us, right. we would be the top dog right. next to him. Because yeah. the thing yeah. is, we are, and the difference is that Drake seems comfortable being seen yes. as second fiddle, and or at least purports yeah. to be comfortable <laughs> with that. And I like that because I think to myself, there are so many men who take up space and room and do. And listen, Drake is by no means innocent of this. Okay, oh, he for is, sure. he is nice guy TM. Yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in any other circumstance, I'd be like, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. But in this circumstance, listen. Yeah. As I said to as I said to Nicole earlier, the foof wants what the foof wants. What it wants, dog, all over the foofy face. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Julia's so scandalized. <laughs> Julia has retracted into herself. She has her soul has somehow prolapsed her body. It's gone. It's out. It's it's all gone. It's all over. I'm gonna crawl on the floor. Just hold on. Yeah. Who's the who's the villain of this particular yeah, who's pie? Your, who's your sweet villain? If I had to say a sandwich ingredient, mm-hmm. I'd say Fluffernutter. He's oh got this God. like fluffy, airy, sweet quality, and his name is Jaime Camille. Yes, you know him as Rogelio, Rogelio. de la Vega on <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Yes, I know him as a Brazilian. <laughs> All right. No one ever talks about it. He's Brazilian, but you his mom is Brazilian. Yeah. People. Listen, I'm just trying to stay with my people. There aren't that many of us here. That's fair. That's fair. And he also was a singer mm-hmm. in Mexico for mm-hmm. many years. Mm-hmm. One of the most handsome, open-hearted people I think I've ever imagined in my head. Wonderful. Yeah. He was on another round, right? Mm. And he was so, I remember him listening to the episode and then like some of the social sharing stuff. He was so nice to yeah. Heaven and Tracy, especially Heaven, because yes. Heaven had like, you know, a little crush on him or whatever. Yeah. It all started so with sweet. like a DM ship where Heaven was like, Jaime Camille, you are my husband. And he was like, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm married. I have a kid. But like, sure. <laughs> Why not? And it was like, you know how it's kind of hard to thread that needle of mm. being thirsty while also being funny while also being playful especially if you're a man mm-hmm. yeah. it's hard not to like go into creep. that creepy territory yeah. and Jaime did it so like deferentially and openly and fun 
with with a sense of fun that I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very important skill set to have. I think often about the people that I'm like, oh, it's all fun and games. And then suddenly you stop short because you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. Why would you say that? Why would you? You've ruined a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I got the impression as well. Because I remember when he came into BuzzFeed to record that episode, you were beside yourself. Because uh-huh. uh, there was a very particular <laughs> interaction that you had with him. Tell us a little bit about that interaction. He looked at me. He walked in. And I don't know how he knew this. But he looked at me and he said... I, the way I greeted him, he looked at me and he said, Thank you, Se Brasileira, which means she has to be Brazilian. And I melted. I started <laughs> crying. It was just, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. it I'm not even a gaga for celebrities kind yeah. of person, but I am gaga for someone who is genuinely nice, mm-hmm. good at their job, willing to show up. Yeah. And and that is how I felt in this man's presence. Jaime Camille. What what an important person to me. I don't know. I think he's important. Yeah, Aww. he is. This Aww, is this is kind of so segue sweet. from first into kind of like marry me. Marry me. <laughs> that's how I feel. I wasn't even there and I feel it secondhand. He's Good. fine. I'm is looking it at, me? And I'm looking at throwback photos, y'all. Yes. While while y'all chat, I'm busy mm-hmm. looking at photos. Yeah. <laughs> Look. He's like Elder Barge, 80s, yes. right? Ooh. And also, not to be that person, but look at that bottom lip. Mm. You see oh. how it's doing some work? What the mouth do? <laughs> what that mouth do? Fufi on the face. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. He's just I just, wanna, I want, I just want to shout out to uh, Jaime's uh, wife. Uh, apologies. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you hear even like a snippet of that, feel free to send uh, some kind of cease and desist. We no, will honor don't. It. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put it in front of TK. Just, okay, that's, it, just, that's my... That's it. No, he's beautiful. Yeah, and the other beautiful. thing is like, you, you're talking about throwback. He was fine as a younger... And he's fine yes. as an elder. Yes. And he's gonna, yeah. gonna keep it's one of those faces where you just think this is only gonna keep improving. You're gonna keep adding layers mm-hmm. of hotness to it. And now he has like a bit of silver in the hair. The silver hair really Ooh. gets yeah. me. Yeah. I love yeah. that silver hair. Jesus. And he's something else. Isn't he? The bone structure just it just it remains. It stands firm. It's sharp. Mm. It's charming. Mm-hmm. It's got this sort of like old school charisma, I think. Yes. Yeah. That's how he gets to play someone like Rogelio, who should be entirely, he should, we should be without any kind of like redeeming features. He should be like this airhead, horrible, mm-hmm. vacuous, self centered. And somehow, between the sharp writing and the amazing performance, you just kind of think, wow, I really like this guy. I know he's a ridiculous figure, but I yeah. like him regardless mm-hmm. of that. And I think Jane kind of, you can see it in, you know, Jane's face when she's looking at her father. Like, oh, you're such a ridiculous man, aren't you? You know? <laughs> Wish me luck. Come. A hug from Rogerio is like a rabbit's foot. Lucky, rare, and soft to the touch. Okay, so now let's get into TK's final crush for the day. Your thirst object. Who is that, TK? Lena Waithe. <laughs> oh my God, your voice went I know. deeper. I love it. I she love fly, it. Y'all. <laughs> Why Lena? Because also another high level multitasker. I don't know. Is there a theme here? Like, yes. I really. I feel like you know what? Ambi- I feel like mm. you you like yourself, which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I, I see you. <laughs> What's that line? What's that line? You're pretty full of yourself, ain't you? And the, the answer. I don't know. If I wasn't full of myself. Fam, there'd be room for this fuckery. <laughs> and that's where and I'm at right now. That's why I'm single, y'all. So, so these two come into my life. Yeah. Yo, okay. So keep, yeah, tell Lena. us more about Lena. She's dope. Just dope, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she's beautiful. She And she doesn't do the most, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she'll come into the room or, like, 
on the panel, and she's just waiting. I'm, like, waiting for her moment to drop some, like, poignant thing. And then also she does it for the culture, right? Right. Um, LGBTQ homies and uh, women of color. And just she's just been out there working and quietly. She was the showrunner on Girlfriends. Yes. Now she has The Shy. That's on Mm -hmm. Showtime. Mm -hmm. And in between that, Master of None. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a resume that keeps building. Winning Emmys and shit. Let's go. Just out there covering Vanity Fair like it ain't no Yeah, Yeah. And just employing people. Employing people. All day. Look at that. Black Wall Street. Right there. Black Wall Street. So, like, that's that's where it's at. That's what's hot. Yeah, that's what's hot. A financially viable hot woman. Yes. That'll do it. And that cape at the, um... Yes. At the Met Ball. At the yeah. Ball. Come yeah. through Cape. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to get to Cape status. You're in already my life. there in our hearts, so yes. it's only a matter of time. That's Someone it. please mail TK a cape. Cape. You need a cape. Per- yeah. cape. Yeah. A cape rainbow purveyor. colored, all the better. All make it, big make cape. it a pride cape. Let's go. Pride cape all day at BuzzFeed. <laughs> I also kind of like about Lena Waithe that she has become this like icon that at mm. Pride you saw people wearing illustrations of her showing up in the cape mm. at, at the Met Gala. Yeah. There were t-shirts of that. There were She's on signs. And that kind of iconography allows her to be resonant beyond you know like and mm-hmm. i think she understands that i think mm-hmm. she knew when she put on a floor length cape she knew what she was doing right. yeah and forever she will be in history doing that and yeah. i i think more and more i i love her too. it's just power moves right yeah. like you understand your place and your position in the moment but also in terms of history mm-hmm. and i just like someone who has that level of foresight what i will also say is she once came into buzzfeed she was doing an event here and we talk a lot about this on the show about people who have presence mm-hmm. Lena Waithe has presence. Yeah. Like, I met her eye, I shook her hand, and I was like, you have my sword. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I just, I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I'll, 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 I believe that you have the smarts and, like, the sense and the will to carry yeah. stuff out, and I want to assist you yeah. on your way. Like, she has presence. Yeah. And she was so charming and so kind of, like, just in, you know, just someone's really present. And the other thing I will say is, going back to that Vanity Fair shoot, she was on the cover, oh, and she was in the, in the uh, there was a spread inside the magazine. Yes. Now, listen, mm. I saw a couple of captions, and I think one was from Crystal um, of the Read podcast, which is great, you should all listen. And she said something like, she was looking at the photos, and she was like, oh, I guess love does exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a musing thing. And something like, you know, well, can't relate, or, or something like that, or like, I'm big if true. That's yeah. how I think. I was like, I don't know if love exists, but you look at those photos, and you're like, no, Lena, I think, I think this is love. I think yeah. it's, yeah. I think, I think it's mm-hmm. love, and I think I want it. It's just, it's yeah. just beautiful. I just, I appreciate seeing a black woman look loved on and happy and secure in that yes. love. And the photos were so intimate. And you mm-hmm. just kept looking. Like, I kept thinking, this is like seven inspirations for Drabbles. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Like, just this domestic, intimate, just like chilling on a Sunday. There's one where she's like standing in the kitchen and her partner is like sitting on the counter or something. And I'm just kind of like, wow, direct from my Drabble brain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah I, I just I, love her whole aesthetic. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's like normal. It's just, hey, I'm a normal girl, but also I love these fly-ass suit jackets. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's my mm-hmm. whole shit. Yeah, I like, um, I'm a big proponent of quiet work, which mm. is what you mentioned a little earlier. And I think that's something that's so important and it gets overlooked sometimes, mm-hmm. particularly, you know, in this age of social media where your every step has to be, you know, photographed and amplified. You yeah. Pixar didn't happen. Yeah. But, you know, you can see people like Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. or... Um, Gina Prince-Bythewood 
all have these images of Lena as an assistant, hustling, yep. doing the job, mm-hmm. doing what she needs to do to get to the point where we're yeah. talking about her on a podcast about how fly she is. Right. And I love that she was just making moves. She had the goals. She did it and she accomplished it. And now she's amazing. She always was amazing. Right. But, but now the world knows. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Like I interviewed G- uh, Gina Prince by the way years back Mm -hmm. and she said at the time oh yeah Lena used to be my assistant she was amazing I always knew she was going to make it because no one worked like she did Mm. and I just thought imagine looking down looking at someone's life and kind of going I knew it you know like I saw it I feel like that must fill their own chest with like a really delicious warmth like I saw this person in the earliest days when they were beginning their path or or, you know en route and I just in some way may have like helped it like I'm egotistical enough to always want to be responsible for someone's success like in some small (laughs) way I'm kind of like how did I help this happen what did I do to make this magnificent thing (laughs) even more magnificent that's because I'm an egotist but my point (laughs) is like it must be incredibly gratifying to see that you know what I wasn't wrong I knew that person was going to do it. And then the person's kind of like, yeah. I'm re- In a way, they're yeah. kind of like rewarding your faith. Like, yeah. I told her I was. And Lena is like the living embodiment of kind of like, here's what I want to do. And then taking active steps every day to get it done. And yeah, right. that is hot as hell. If I was busy hiding, I wouldn't have time to become the first black woman to win an Emmy for outstanding writing in a comedy series. <laughs> if I was busy hiding, I wouldn't be standing here before you today. Now, TK, I teased you because I'm like, you see yourself in Drake and Lena, but I teased you because we see you doing that. We see you hustling. You have many different hats. So So can you... (laughs) She's wearing seven hats right now. Right now. Can you tell the listeners quickly why you have so many hats? What do you do? Um, So I do this and produce for other people as well. So that's freelance stuff. And then I have my own morning show called TK in the AM, which just started it because you know what? If nobody's listening to you, you make them listen to you. That's right, That's my whole joint. Mm -hmm. And uh, teaching people how to podcast. So do workshops and stuff and and I I just enjoy that. Excellent. Excellent. TK, watching you hustle and watching your ascent as a person as a producer and getting to work with you is one of the most joyful things. Oh my god, I'm Aww. crying. I really appreciate so you. Crying. I love this it. This is huge because oh she's my, god, my boss. <laughs> kumbaya, kumbaya. I love it. I love it. No you. No you. You're great. <laughs> Okay, that's it. We've uh, introduced you to a little bit of a... We basically pulled back the velvet rope. You can see a little bit of what's going on behind the curtain. We're all wizards of Oz. Uh, but we have two silent wizards of Oz. And for once, they weren't silent. They were silent no more. Here they are. <sighs> Guys, we appreciate you. Yeah, Just coming in. Coming in. We, yeah. yeah, we've got Julia Furlan, hey. who is podcast supervisor. That's right. Here at BuzzFeed, and she is the host of the news at BuzzFeed News. Yes, it drops on Saturdays. Go ahead and listen. You'll hear all kinds of stuff from the BuzzFeed newsroom. It's really interesting. It's a fun show. It's a good take on the news. I re- highly recommend it. Shocking. And where can, <laughs> and where can we find you online? My Twitter handle is Julia's TMI, which I, you know, whatever. A decade ago, I came up with that. Why? Um, oh, I honestly yeah. never knew that's what that was. I know. Everybody's yeah. like, is it a Juliostomy? Like yes. some sort of weird. Yes. J-U-L-I-A-S-T-M-I. Nice. Oh. Real it. nice. Lyrical. Why? <laughs> Why? And TK, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on all the internets at Tasty Quiche. That's what the TK stands for. And I'm on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on BonfireRadio.com. Yeah. 
yeah. Thank y'all for coming in Thank and letting you. us like actually talk to you. It's it's so amazing to me that you guys just came in here and just got on with it. It's, I mean, I say amazing. I mean, expected is is truly it because you always kill it every day, day in day out. You're killing you it all the time. Too. Oh. I'm sweating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's what we're gonna wrap up, yes. guys. <laughs> Thirst Aid Kit is produced by me, TK Dutess. And me, Julia Furlan, with Nicole Perkins and Bim Adewunmi. Our music is by the incomparable Tanya Morgan. You can find us on Twitter at Thirst Aid Kit and use the hashtag TACPOD for your listening pleasure. Yay! <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much. See you later. Bye. Bye. We're going to do a little sandwich. We're going to... Um... <laughs> yeah, sure. All is right. It gumbo? Like... Oh, is it no. a gumbo or is it a sandwich? It's both. It's both. It's That's okay. what you're into. You can't have gumbo without some bread to sop it up mm-hmm. with. Oh, All God, right. the sopping.